How's it going, everybody? This is Joe, the founder of the Renaissance Man Network and the Renaissance Man Podcast. I'm the host of that. I wanted to share with you the intentions for this podcast and lead you into the content so that you know exactly what to expect and what to focus on. I want to help people live like a Renaissance man. Now, and nowadays, people either tend to be uh, a little bit okay at everything or without direction, or they tend to be super focused on one particular career. But the art of being a Renaissance man, free to do whatever he likes, but dedicating his life to the mastery of several things, and understanding that self-development it has an infinite ceiling. That art has been lost, and so I want to help get that back into the world where people can become great mathematicians, become great uh, athletes, become great um, um, craftsmen, become great travelers, become great writers, become great at many things that inspire and make you feel uh, uh, like a capable and well-rounded man. Um, Self-actualize. There are values that I hold dear to my heart and that I hold dear to being the the ideal of being a renaissance man, which is living with a sense of passion and curiosity and a hunger for growth, experiences, and knowledge. So I interview people that do these things. I interview people that that are good at something where I can share the things they're good at. I also talk about these values on discussion episodes. So please go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already, or if you would like to hear the content to see if you want to subscribe, I totally understand. And you can listen to it and then decide afterwards. It's your choice. Um, And that is one of the easiest ways to support the podcast. Without further ado, here is today's episode. So welcome to the second episode in the series. I recorded the first one last week. Oh, was it last week? No, the second to last week of November. So about about two, three weeks ago. Yeah, about two or three weeks ago. Um, so this is the second episode in the two-part series about intro to money mindset and how solving your money issues will help you with your life. Um, and helping you do that exactly. You know, after this episode, uh, my intention is that you'll be a lot closer to being where you want to be when you think about money and where you, where you, how you understand money in your life in a way that will be practically and philosophically enriching for you. So you'll be able to uh, drive yourself to a place of having an abundance of money. Uh, in your life and being able to focus on your finances. Now, one of the things that I do a lot of is I do a lot of visualization and mindset work. Now, um, I understand a lot of people love this stuff as they should, as it works, and it's perfect for helping you create a change in your life so that you can and will Uh, create that change and let it stick. A lot of the time when we want something, we don't know exactly how it will feel. We know exactly what we don't want in our life, 
but we don't know exactly what we do want. For instance, if I want to lose weight, I know I don't want to be fat. I know I don't want to feel bad about my body. Uh, but what do I want? Um, and what I do want is I do want to feel great about my body. I do want to look at my body in the mirror and feel like it's sexy. I do want my, my body to be resilient and healthy. I do want my body to be thin, muscular, toned. Uh, that's the difference between pushing and pulling yourself to your goals, which is a concept that I'm going to begin to talk a lot more about because I think it's something that's extremely valuable. Not a new idea by any stretch of the imagination, but it's shared, I share it in a way that I've never heard anybody else share it because I, I discover it in a different way. I was telling my friend, he was curious about this. We were running in the middle of the woods. We do this every week and it's really fun. And he asked, I told him this concept about pushing and pulling. He's like, well, isn't that the same as uh, positive reinforcement? And I'm like, well, it is. But the thing is, an idea is like something that you're discovering and you're excavating. Imagine that you are a, an archaeologist and you found something, right? Well, you're going to use different tools to dig it up. You're going to dig it up from one area with maybe a shovel until you get close enough where you can kind of see the cake, the, the really caked up dirt on top of it. You don't want to hit the shovel on it. Then you're going to use a chisel so that you can get the smaller bits and get closer and closer to it. Then you'll probably use some sort of hard brush to break up the, the bits of, of caked up dirt right next to the, the specimen, but you don't want to brush too hard because you'll, you'll, um, you don't want to damage it. Then you'll want to use something more soft. And then you know, you'll want to use a specific type of chisel to chisel around it so you can excavate it. And then you want to use a specific type of tool where you can pull it up out of the ground without damaging it. And so you're going to be working on different parts of the artifact or the idea with different tools in different times. And all I'm offering, this idea is not new, but I'm offering a different tool that will help you discover this artifact for yourself in a different way in a new way, in a new part of this idea. So I wanted to share that with you because it's a really good way to understand how important it is to f hear different perspectives on the same idea, to excavate different parts of the same idea in different ways. Um, I have a mentor who shares, uh, he, he says that a lot of authors have different ways of saying the same thing. It's kind of like different languages. Uh, especially self-help authors or business authors, they'll, they'll talk about the same concepts, but they'll be saying it in a different way. Uh, so I wanted to share that with you so you can have an understanding of why it's extremely important you hear this, this episode about money to help you excavate your understanding of money. And the first step to, to having a solid uh, flow of money in your life is understanding it. Um, so... Uh, without further ado, my first, uh, my first habit that I like to do a lot is imagining and visualizing, okay, now in this moment I have $30,000 in one of my bank accounts and I get $30,000 every single month. This is my goal and there's a reason it's my goal. Um, and because I, I had, I had tallied up my ideal lifestyle and exactly how much it would cost and, uh, and that's how much it costs. My ideal, I have, I would be of want of nothing, uh, lifestyle, everything I ever want would be $30,000 a month. So how, 
so I think about like, okay, at any moment in a day, I'm like, okay, if I had $30,000 in my bank account right now, in this moment, right now, what would I do? And I would think of the exact thing I would do. And the thing is, it really helps me. Because if I was just blindly trying to make money and blindly trying to do it, then I would be thinking, I might be thinking a lot about why I don't want to not have money. Um, And that's a very different thing than wanting to have money. It's like, again, pushing or pulling yourself towards your goals. If you're pushing yourself towards your goals, then what you're doing is you're saying, oh, I hate where I am. Um, I hate not being able to go eat out in nice places. I hate not being able to go on dates. I hate not being able to buy plane tickets to where I want to go and take time off work. So, ugh, I, I can't be here. I really want to have more money. But the thing is, your focus, what your focus is on, your subconscious makes stories about and you identify with. If you're focusing on not having money, you're going to think a lot about not having money and you're going to your emotional your emotional state is going to be not having money. The reason is you're going to be pushing yourself towards having money, but your emotional place is focused on the frustrations of why you're wanting money. And you're wanting money because of the frustrations because you don't of not having money, which is true, that's where it starts. But the thing is, if you understand if you're like, okay, I'm frustrated not having money, I want to have money, what will it, what will it feel like when I have money? Then you're going to stand in a place of, well, I enjoy having money. It's once I have the money I need, I'm going to be able to travel where I want on a dime. If I have $30,000 in my bank account, I'm getting $30,000 every month. I can instantly go anywhere in the world I want. I can be like, screw it. I don't want to do this right now. I'm going to go to Thailand and, you know, explore Thailand. Because you have more than enough money to do that. I'm going to go to Australia. I'm going to Singapore. You know, I go wherever, whenever. I'm, I, I'm going to get the VIP section at a at a, at a, a nice nightclub in Las Vegas and um, get some bottle service. I mean, you might be able to blow more than thirty thousand dollars in a night in Vegas, but you know what I'm saying. You could you could easily have a good time with ten thousand of that especially if you're getting $30,000 more the next month. That's just an example. Your goal could be different. But you could be like, thinking about exactly where you want to go is amazing for putting yourself in a state to enjoy it and to know exactly why you're working towards it and to know exactly what it will feel like when you get there. Because if you don't know what it will feel like when you get there, you're not going to know what it's going to be like. You might be like, oh, well, I have a bunch of this money, but I still feel frustrated. That's why a lot of people continuously try to make more and more and more and more and more money and they've already had they already have enough more than enough to live on and they aren't necessarily using it in any specific way um because they don't know their goal they don't know why they're doing it they're doing it because they don't want to be poor they're doing it fighting the problem rather than loving the solution and there's very it's very different objectively emotionless sure they're the same but we're not talking about emotionless we're emotional beings and pulling yourself towards your goals, perhaps in conjunction with pushing yourself away from your fears, or not from your fears, pushing yourself away from your tragedies, that is useful sometimes. But it's more useful to pull yourself towards your goals. That's much more important to have the clarity of what you're going to focus on. So that 
and cup coupled with with the the that uh, habit, which you should start today and continuously do as much as possible, bring a recorder with you, bring a journal. I don't know if you like to talk it out or if you like to write in the journal. I like to do both sometimes depending on what my mood I'm in. They both help me. Sometimes I put my recorder up to my mouth and just record something, kind of give myself my own therapy session or give myself my own visualization session. Uh, with my voice speaking, sometimes I use my journal. Sometimes I write in my journal. I'm, I have hand-bound journals. If you want a hand-bound journal, I am happy to make one for you. Go to therenmannet.work. That's T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K. Um, and at the bottom of the page, there'll be, it's, I think it says get merch or get merchandise, and it'll link you to the shop. And the shop has the journal inside it. Journal is my journal. Free personalization, by the way, through New Year's 2019 uh, for the holidays. Free personalization with my little uh, metal letters. By the way, I do not have access to A's. So if you have an A in your initials, um, sorry. Uh, Cannot do that. I cannot put an A there just because I don't have any access to metal A's at the moment. But any other letter I have. Um, so that, those are ways that I act out my visualization. Um, and it's nice, it's nice, by the way, um, just letting you know real quick, it's hand-bound, it takes a lot of, a lot of work. I don't want you to go onto the website and think that the journal is going to be 20 bucks. It's not going to be 20 bucks, it's going to be a lot more, 50 bucks, real leather, hand-bound, freaking awesome, um, totally worth it. I have, there's also a review that I put on the website of my friend that tried it out. I just don't want you to think that it's going to be less than it is because you know journals you know machine-made journals which are you know usually less quality and also not uh hand-bound and not you know with the personal touch um are often about 20 or 30 bucks but this is a lot more quality i just wanted you to to manage your expectations and also get you excited for the quality of journal it is mine got run over by a uh (laughs) a car in the parking lot somebody had called me like hey i found your journal because i put my phone number in it um, and then I, I picked, I picked it up from them and there were tra- tire marks in it, which easily buffed off. Um, and now it looks just like new, except for a couple of the pages have been, uh, are bumpy because they were face down on the pavement and, uh, and the, the texture of the pavement got etched kind of like embossed into those pages with the weight of the car. Other than that though, you can't, you can barely tell. It's really cool. Um... So yeah, that visualization exercise is extremely important, has extremely been important for me, and, uh, and it's really, really amazing, to be quite honest, um, because it puts me in a state of understanding why I'm doing what I'm doing and, and understanding how, how, it, you know, how important it is for me to get, um, get the money that I want, you know? That's extremely, extremely useful for me to have that clarity. Uh, of where I'm going rather than just like what I'm running from. That might be important for you to understand. But the thing is, if you're just running from somewhere, you don't really have a direction of where you're going. You want to know where you're going. So emotionally, that's a really good way to place to put yourself in. And uh, and I wanted to share that with you. Now, I'm going to take a, a short break for a sponsor for this episode. Um, I have sponsors for this episode so I can keep doing this and really enjoy myself. And it also helps me help you guys. I only 
put sponsors on that I think will help you. Um, I actually have denied a big sponsor. Uh, um, um, Flipboard makes an app, a news app, wanted me to sponsor their, their app, but I decided not to because I think that that app, while it might be nice for some people, my values do not jive with it. I personally think that an app like that would clutter your mind with unnecessary information and distract you from living a passionate life, so I declined their offer. And, um, you know, I just want to share that with you so you know that I'm coming from a place of wanting uh, to support the podcast in a way that also supports you guys. I'm not neglecting you just because I'm sponsoring King Sponsors. doesn't mean I'm neglecting you. I only will sponsor something that I think you should try out because I think it will help you live a passionate life. Anyway, uh, here is our sponsor for this episode. Hey, thanks for listening to the episode. In the earlier episodes, I put all of these sponsored ads at the end. In the newer episodes, they're in the middle. So if you're listening to one where it's split, some of the content before and some of the content after, uh, stay tuned and your content will come right after these messages. Otherwise, thanks for listening and please listen further to help figure out how you can help the podcast grow. Number one way, subscribe. Wherever you are listening to this, hit the subscribe button either with your finger or the mouse, or if it's the future and everything is mind control, do so with your mind. That way I can attract better uh, sponsors and earn more money from the sponsors that I have so I can get better content and go to better conferences. I am right now about to go to CES. For each two-hour conference or so, I tend to get about four interviews that means people that I contact that I actually record and that we continue to uh, publish an episode. I contact more, but in the end, I get about four. Now, this is going to be four days, and this four-day experience is going to probably net me at least 20 interviews. Now, when it comes to other ways to support the podcast, email list is one way to support. Go to the Renman Network. What you will get is exclusive content right to your inbox. You also get to stay on top of the developments of the Renaissance Man Network. And you get to stay accountable in your journey of becoming a Renaissance Man by being reminded of Renaissance Man values and challenges that I will put out to the email list. Another way you can help yourself, oh, let me just circle back. The way you sign up to the email list is therenmannet.work slash uh, nothing, actually. Therenmannet.work is T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K. And either click on join the newsletter or a pop-up will come up and you can just put your information in there. Now, another way is to get a journal. That is a hand-bound journal. I bind the cover of the journal with leather or another cloth. You get to choose if I have other cloths available. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But either way, I have full leather, real leather covers available. Leonardo da Vinci had one of my hand-bound journals, one of the best Renaissance men out there. And the best way to cultivate self-awareness is to have a journaling habit. I did that for three years straight, missed only one day during those thousand plus days. I will share exercises where you read one. 
sorry. I will share exercises where you need one. I wrote a script for myself and I can't really tell my own writing. I share exercises where you will need one. Need a journal and a journal. Also doubles as a sketchbook if you're looking to use it for art work. You can get that at the store at therenmannet.org slash store. That's T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K slash S-T-O-R-E. And as of now, they are $50. There are some... Uh, if you become a patron, you get a free coupon for that. So, um, to to segue right into that, if you want to support the podcast on a financial basis, what you can do is become a patron. It's at patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot C-O-M slash the Renman Network, T-H-E-R-E-M, sorry, R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T-W-O-R-K. And any anywhere from five to a hundred or more dollars a month. What that will do is that will allow me to do this for more of my time, I'll pay for my time. I will be able to buy better recording equipment, and I will be able to go to better conferences like the one I'm going to next week. Now, I thank you for listening to these uh, these sponsored messages by my uh, for my my projects and. I encourage you to support this podcast in any way you can. Subscribe, uh, sign up to the newsletter, buy yourself a journal, do yourself a favor for your own development, and support the podcast. Allow me to create better content for you by going to our Patreon. Uh, Without further ado, here is our sponsor for this episode. And we're back. I wanted to finish up this episode with a couple of ways and uh, frameworks that will help you make money in a way that is um, uh, that aligns with a passionate life. Now, help me define passionate life first so we understand what that is. I've defined it a few times on this podcast and on my blog and all that jazz. But what, what is passionate life? Now, I personally have been called a free spirit in the past. I have a lot more structure in my life than I had when I was in my early 20s. I'm in my mid to late 20s, now I'm 26 at the moment. And um, when I was 19, 20, 21, 22, well not so much 21, 22, 23, 24, and some of when I was 25, I was very free spirit, a lot of people would say. Um, I was often called a free spirit. Uh, I would be like, I want to do this, and I'd just get, get in my car and do that. Uh, I want to do this, and uh, you know, whenever I, I, I very much detested jobs, and whenever a boss would, um, would, 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 would piss me off or do something I didn't like, I'd quit. And I, I rarely kept jobs for that reason. Um, I was never really built for a job, to be quite honest. Uh, I was good at some tasks, but the thing is, I don't really do something if I don't see the point in it. Uh, sometimes I will do a job if it, if I see if I if my values align with the values, like I'm fine doing a job if I personally get fulfillment from it. But I've always understood that there's a lot of opportunities for money and ways to get money that you don't necessarily need a job to do it. In fact, a job is not a very good way to do it. There's I, I did a whole a podcast on this, I believe it was episode, crap, 14 or 15, 13, damn, alright, I don't know the exact episode, 
but it was um, the part one of this, uh, 13, I think 14 was the passion episode, it was, I believe it was episode 13, because 15 is my interview with Sasha Dagan, I believe it was episode 13, that's what I'm going to say, episode 13, pretty sure, um, it was episode 13, uh, and the link I'm going to put in the description, just whatever, if, if it's not 13, it's in the description, but I talked a lot about different ways to make money, different, different ways to think about making money, um, you know, there's the, the employee, the self-employed, the business owner, and the investor, and, uh, the, the business owner and investor are the ones that get money coming in without necessarily doing the work themselves. Uh, the employee and the self-employed do the work themselves, and it's not as easily scalable depending. You can be self-employed and scale, say, if I make ebooks and I scale my marketing, you know, maybe I'm not showing it to 10 people, now I'm showing it to a million people. Yes, I'm going to make a lot more money in a lot less time. But with an employee, you don't really scale that easily because it depends, I mean, if you're a contractor, you're paid by, like, say, I'm paid by how many meals I serve, if I'm, like, a meal deliverer, then I could, I can make, make it more efficient and scale myself to a degree, but if I'm paid hourly or on salary, like, I make a certain amount no matter what, or, or I have to give up more of my time to make more money, which isn't helpful for me living a passionate life, so, um, so in, so in effect, it's not really scalable, not, not aligned. And being an employee is very rarely aligned with living a free and passionate life where you get to say you get freedom, you have control over what you're doing at any moment, and you're responsible for, for that, of course, because with great power comes great responsibility, but with, also with great responsibility comes great power. It goes both ways. Um, then... Uh, it's not really aligned with that and being an employee because you're not often not in control of your time and often you have to do things you're not necessarily comfortable with because your boss tells you you have to that, that give you resentment resentment can easily build in a job and with a lack of freedom and such so but what what are some ways you can think about it well um, Ways to make money are ways to make money that are easily scalable. Digital goods. I'm in the process of writing an ebook about passion. I already have an ebook about travel that I've written um, and give it give away for free. I'm actually going to be making that. I believe I'm going to be making it um, nine or ten dollars uh, once I have the new free ebook. The new free ebook is going to be about passion. It's going to be about living a free and passionate life. Um, and those values and how those value how you can em- embody those values in your life and live a life sans resentment with a lot of passion and fulfillment and all that jazz. That is going to be awesome. It's so far turning out to be pretty cool. I have a rough outline of most of the sections of the book done. Still going to take a while for me to make it all detailed and stuff. It's not near finished, but it will be finished at some point in the somewhat near future, probably early next year. January or February, um, and that's going to be cool. That's going to be free for you guys until the next ebook comes out. That's what I'm generally going to do: is have an e- you know, come out with an ebook, then, um, then, uh, then make another ebook. And when I make the new ebook, the old one is going to be uh, a paid ebook, and the new one's going to be free. So if you are, if you under, if you are listening to this podcast, you're not subscribed to. Uh, the Renaissance Men, 
network, then you want to go to the renmannet.work, T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K, and subscribe, because you get that automatically for free in your inbox, and since you're, you're, you're listening to this, well, probably before February, or maybe, maybe you're not, um, then it's going to be available for you right now, and you want to nab it while it's free, and then you'll nab the other one when it's free. Because you're already on the <laughs> on the email list, um, and um, and so yeah, you want to make sure that the way that you make money aligns with your desired lifestyle. So if your desired lifestyle is to travel, then you want to make sure that the way you make money is location independent. Maybe you consult over the phone or Skype. Maybe you are a graphic designer and you can design things on your laptop wherever you are. Maybe you're a programmer and you program wherever you are. Maybe you, your desired lifestyle is to, um, is to be a stay-at-home mom or dad and enjoy your time with your kids and your family. Then maybe you could have people come to your house. You could have a studio where you, maybe like a massage room in your place with all the massage stuff and you have clients that come into there. Maybe with a separate door and separate entrance if you really want to or maybe you have an art studio in your house or something so your your money fits into your lifestyle you're not working for your money your money's working for you so that your desired lifestyle includes that in your life that's something that's really cool and that I think is really awesome when it comes to figuring out who you know, what kind of lifestyle you want first and then having the money follow that. It's really important, to be quite honest, to, to live uh, to live that way. To live from a sense of what life do you want and how how will, will having money fit into that? And what ways can you turn some of the things that you love into money? And of course, you want to make sure that if you turn your passion into money, you want to make sure it's still a passion and not an obligation. Sometimes when you turn your passion into money, you can turn it into an obligation. So you don't necessarily, you don't, shouldn't necessarily do what you're passionate about as a job. Uh, the reason that my bookbinding is really great for a job is because, it's not really a job, but for a thing is because it's only one of many. If it was the only thing that I did, then it would be an obligation. But because I diversify my level, the things that I do for income enough, I don't necessarily have to change the way I do things so much to scale and make them more an obligation than a passion because there's a lot of different ways that I do things. And of course, I, the, I could easily change the things that I do to be more appealing to others and less, less fun for me to do and get more money, but the thing is that would take away from my lifestyle and enjoyment, and I, I don't want to do that. So, that's a really good distinction to, to know, is you can do what you're passionate about, but try to do it in a way that keeps it passionate, you know, if you want to make money out of it. And and that means that uh, there, there are a few ways to do that. First of all, is to diversify your, your passive income, so you're not just dependent on one. If you love to knit, and you're starting to make hats and sweaters and blankets, and you're scaling it to a point where it's livable, but you're doing nothing else, well, what if people stop liking something that you love to make? And now all your time is devoted to knitting, which is your passion, but you don't have 
um, the freedom to make what you want to make. Well, that's now your passion has turned into an obligation. It's no longer a true passion because you're not free to do it as you like. So do knitting, maybe make a few knitting videos online and get some subscribers and sponsors that way. So you make money through the videos, you make money through making what you want to make. So that way, if if you're making stuff that you want to make that's not everybody's necessarily passionate about, but you're passionate about making, then you make a little bit there. And as you're making it, you make a video about it, and you edit it, or you send it off to an editor, and you make some money from your sponsors. You don't necessarily have to make your videos different than what you passionately want to make them. You don't have to change it, because you don't necessarily need a ton more, ton more sponsors, because you have money coming in from other ways. That diversification is one way, not the only way, but one way you can keep your passion to passion, and make sure your passion doesn't turn into an obligation. So that's one. Number two is if you... Oh, damn, I have this in my mind. I really should write notes before I do this. I think that would be helpful. I kind of riff this and do it from the heart and from my mind. Um, but but I, And I had an idea, but... Oh, man. Um, well, diversification is, is one really important way you can do it. And if the second one comes to mind, I will definitely... Um, uh, as I'm talking, I'll definitely put that in. I'm so sorry that I hadn't, uh, uh, planned this out beforehand. Honestly, off the cuff is the best way for me to do it. I give the best material when I give it off the cuff. Uh, it's just how I work. I'm better at improv than acting. I, it's just who I am. It's just what I do and how I work. So, um, yeah, so that's a really good way to understand the way of making money and the way of keeping the way that you make money passionate and allowing money to flow into your life in the ways that you want it. It's really about your standards rather than your wishes. Your wishes are are, are great, <clears throat> but they're only great until they're your standards and then they're amazing. Once your wishes become your standards, and by standards I mean like this is what you will and will not accept in your life, um, then, then you have upgraded your lifestyle. Like, if your standard is, eh, I'll sleep wherever as long as I can get to sleep, then, you know, you might allow yourself to sleep on the floor some nights. But if your standard is, I need to be super comfortable, then you are going to make it happen. You might be like, hey, can I borrow your blanket to your neighbor? Or, um, you might order a new bed that's more comfortable and, and bigger. And, you're going to actually change your life rather than just being like, yeah, I'll sleep on the floor if I want to, but I really want to be comfortable. But you're not making it your standard. That's an important distinction. That's that's in the mindset category of how to do things. So for me, my there's, I have a, a very strong standard of the things that I do and whether it makes, you know, if I do something that makes me money but is not make me f- f- fulfilled or passionate, um, then I will not do it. I will quit. I will move. I will not do it. It's not important to me. My passion is more. Well, my passion isn't more important than my money because my money keeps me free and passionate. And in a desperate situation, I will make compromises. Um, but that's only because it's a temporary thing, and that's that's okay. If if you are like, if you're like, if if you have like nothing, no money at all, and you're in risk of being on the streets, yes, uh, I understand that you need to make compromises 
and passion isn't your first priority in that moment because it's an emergency crisis situation and I get that but even then you're still living passionately because what you're doing in that moment is going to allow you to live passionately in the future and you're still aligning with that value um so I think I have shared a lot of value with you if you have any other questions about this in particular email joe at the spot of joe.com and I answer all the questions that I get at this moment. Sure, at some point, I'll be getting way too many emails for me to answer. At this point, that's not the case. So, uh, you know, strike while the iron's hot. Strike while you're thinking of it. And strike while I can still answer all the questions. Because <laughs> at one point, I won't be able to. I know this podcast is going places. So that's that. I wish you the best. I hope that you enjoy this. And I'm really excited to show you the interviews I'm coming up. I'm a huge fan of artists. And the Renaissance Man podcast is um, diving into creativity, and I've recorded um, three, two or three episodes with, no, three, 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 three episodes with artists that I have not released, and I'm recording another one tomorrow uh, that I have not, well, I haven't recorded yet, so of course I haven't released it. Four episodes with artists, and I have several on the calendar. Um, because I love artists and craftsmen and people that do crafts and stuff and I want to share them with you so I wish you the best and thank you please if you have not subscribed yet go ahead and subscribe and if you want to um, sponsor the podcast do that at therenmannet.work slash support therenmannet.work slash support enjoy yourself and live life on your own terms and passionately And that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Just to remind you of some ways you can support the podcast. First of all, subscribe. Second of all, you can um, you can join the email list. That's at therenmanetnet.work, T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K. Click on join the newsletter. You can also buy a journal that's on the shop at the Renman Network. So therenmanetnet.work slash shop, or sorry, slash store s-t-o-r-e slash store and also you can support the podcast on patreon that's patreon.com slash the renman network t-h-e-r-e-n-m-a-n-n-e-t-w-o-r-k hope that you enjoy yourself and stay tuned for the next episode